0: What's up, y'all, and welcome to today's episode of Forte Catholic. We hope that you guys had a very Merry Christmas Day and are still enjoying the Christmas season. Liv and I recorded this one for you uh, before Christmas, and we're releasing it here today as our final episode of the year. We hope that you guys enjoy it. If you do, please hit that subscribe button wherever you are listening or over on YouTube.com slash Forte Catholic. We got so much great stuff going on over there. So even if you are listening on the podcast and you haven't subscribed to YouTube yet, go ahead and do it. Enjoy today's episode with Liv Harrison and Tommy Ty. I'm like I am Taylor troll. That is Olivia Newton-John. Hello, my friend. How are ya? Hi, friend. How are you? I'm I'm doing great. You know why I'm doing great? No why? I haven't talked to you in like three weeks. <laughs> so you're all happy? <laughs> I'm so relaxed and everything's going so swell. And now you're Girl, back, and literally, we were fighting within four seconds of when the Zoom meeting started. Jeez. It about was not
1: a fight. About it stuff was... that
0: literally doesn't matter. <laughs> I,
1: I was That's right. No, I hello. was right. <laughs> <laughs> we are just saying hi to each other. We were just getting back in the zone. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's so funny, because uh, I just posted
0: a video, as we're recording this, I posted it like on YouTube shorts. It's essentially, if people don't know what it is, it's like TikTok or Instagram Reels, but on YouTube. I, there was one posted yesterday, like, I just don't understand algorithms. I just don't. Like, the stuff that I think is really, really good, like some of my best work, it's like, oh, here's four views, <laughs> you know? It's and the awful. stuff that I literally <laughs> couldn't care about any less, I really couldn't care about it. It's like, oh, here's 4,000 views in the first hour. I'm like, what is this? Like, what is happening? And, and so I, I saw this strange pattern of stuff that, like, you know, the deep spiritual things are the really funny things. Get no love. Get no love. But the top three videos, Olivia, that I've ever posted on YouTube are me and Allison Sullivan fighting and arguing.
1: Like That's because she's just as feisty as you are. She can match you. It might be the three times we've ever argued. (laughs) Like I think we've
0: argued four times and three of them have been on the show. It's not just
1: like it's not just like like whatever. It's like argue.
0: Wow. Uh, I, I think between the three of them, it's like the spectrum of argue. Like one of them was really real. And then there was one that was kind of like half real and half a joke. And there was one that was mostly joking. But like, okay, yeah. So apparently people that's like what the people want. So they you like suck. I hate you. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> You're not fighting back. You can't say I love it. No, no uh, one's going to like this. We have to be angry <laughs> at each other. You're a
1: jerk. I am a jerk. Like, You're right. I say that every show. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, but that's the thing. Then we laugh, and then people are like, they don't mean it, and we don't. <laughs> We're uh, fine. You take a Oh, Taylor. Uh, oh, you have told me multiple stop. times that you have cried after recording
0: this show, and you know what? I don't has, care it's because been it's been made a, a good product.
1: <laughs> it has been a long time. It's probably been a year. It's <laughs> probably been a year since you've made me cry. Oh, good. Good.
0: Yeah. I'm very glad. Yeah. Um, well, Olivia, you know what, do you know what today is?
1: Uh, winter solstice. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I knew that wasn't it. That's why I said it. I it's more no, important I have no idea.
0: than a winter solstice. No idea. No clue.
1: It's not your birthday. Is <laughs> it your birthday? Say
0: that word. I feel like I was about to sneeze just by saying solstice. <laughs> I did it. Um, I'm making Wait, fun is of you. It and your and birth- I'm... No, is it my birthday? Thanks, don't you're a know. good friend. You suck. I hate you. <laughs> no, today really. is the last show of 2021 yay yay i mean we, it's our new year's show i mean i know it doesn't fall on new year's but it's it's on the 29th but people listen late so if you could be listening to this in 2021 and you know for that we just want to say this is our last show of 2021 if you're listening to this later how's the future please let us know right.
1: <laughs> tell us like in bill and ted's excellent adventure hop in a telephone booth let us know yeah,
0: exactly i mean around this time earlier in the like l- earlier this year some big things happened the first week of January so we're hoping for a calmer start to 2022 <laughs> this year
1: <laughs> all the way around all the way around the last couple of years have been not okay right so I, I um, saw this. I saw, uh, I saw this thing earlier.
0: I saw this thing has been kind of going around on Instagram, is where I've been seeing it. But it was like semi superstitious, so whatever. But I think it's more funny than anything. But it's like no one claim every, tw- No one can <laughs> claim that 2022 is going to be your year because the two most prominent times that I ever saw that was going into 2020 and going into 2021. So no nope, tempt fate. No one claim that 2022 is
1: your year. No one move. Don't blink. It's like a shark or I don't know like, if it responds to movement. Isn't that what sharks do? I I sure.
0: Don't. Yeah. Uh, so what I need you to do, Liv, is if you're ever in the ocean, um, what I need you to do to stay, to stay safe safe from a shark move is a to flail as much as you can
2: <laughs> and like words.
0: punch yourself in the nose so that your nose will start bleeding. They are bleeding? terrified of blood. Of blood. They, will, they don't they like will, it. They will just run away. They will just They'll just run away. They'll be scared. That's what I need you to do. Everyone else Great. do the opposite of what I said, but you specifically. <laughs> I don't want to get sued, but you specifically,
1: Olivia. We're hoping this one goes viral. We hope right, this is yeah. the clip. You suck! <laughs> Liv, make yourself bleed in front of a shark. All
0: right, we're going to do something very, like, youth ministry, right? Like, I, I've i worked in youth ministry for the last decade. You uh, helped uh, invent Forever. youth ministry back in the day. So... Yeah. <laughs> um, Joel apostle. Yeah, go ahead. You, you have done... Uh, you have done... They didn't allow women. What's wrong with you?
1: you i thought <laughs> you caught on yeah 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 uh, that
0: was what negated what i said there was one woman that was around jesus a lot that i think yeah. uh you have a lot of similarities with and i won't say which
1: one <laughs> <laughs> with a really long brown hair <laughs> sure um so, so what i would like to do is the yeah.
0: typical youth ministry game and i haven't prepped you for this at all and i honestly haven't prepped myself for this at all so we'll see how it goes have you ever done you i'm sure you've done two roses and a thorn Yes, yes. Okay, so two roses, like two great things that happened in 2021. And then one thorn, like one thing that it's like, you know, not so good. Very bad or just a thorn in your side, kind of annoying. No, I can't be your thorn. No, can I? (laughs) (laughs) She was raising her hand.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I was going to tell you, somebody added uh, actually two days ago, and then they go two roses, a thorn, and a sideways, meaning something weird that happened. I thought that was kind of interesting, but no, you don't want to. We don't want to do that.
0: Okay, great. I'm an, I wish I had a flower, because I would hold it up, and I would ask you to point to the sideways. A on twist. The... <laughs> you
1: could say a twist. Where
0: is the sideways on this flower? Flower, where did the sideways touch you? Like on one this yellow f- petal,
1: and the rest of the flower is red. No, no, we're not doing All right, that. fine. That's, I thought it was stupid. cool. No, it's Never very
0: mind. Dumb. Uh, whoever said it is an idiot, and I hope that you hear this. I don't know who it is. So.
1: <laughs> when I tell you later, you'll feel really bad.
0: I, I hate that person. I <gasps> want to fight them on the, to show, on the you show, on the show, so that it will go viral. <laughs> you <need to> stop. <laughs> okay, okay. Ahead. I'm not going to ruin this for you. Go ahead. Two roses and a thorn. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to find out who, who I hate. <laughs> Two roses and a thorn. Um, yeah. One rose that happened recently, and it's kind mm-hmm. of a weird rose because it happened in 2021, but it is planning for 2022. So it is a little fishy on that whole like don't claim 2022 is your year, but it happened. Recently, everybody knows has been listening to the show that like when like a big way that I have made money and provided for my family was traveling and doing events. Like that's one of the biggest ways that I, you know, feed the children that are very quiet in the other room right now. Uh, And that all got canceled (laughs) whenever 2020 happened. And then it was really slow this year. Um, But I got a call last week that I just booked like one of the biggest gigs that I've ever spoken at it's at i don't want to say uh, i'm waiting for the signed contract so i won't say exactly oh, okay. what it is okay. but it is the largest parish, uh, largest parish in a certain state and yep. i've never Great. done a, a, a parish mission before i've wanted to do a parish mission for years oh that's awesome and i'm doing a parish mission so it might be the it, it might be it's going to be close to largest group of people i've ever spoken in front of and it is the largest contract I've ever signed, um, so I'm incredibly excited about this. And it is just like it was just kind of a nod from God because it came out of nowhere. Like I don't know how this person found me. I really don't. Really? Um, I really. So it's don't not know like how you I'm
1: applied gonna... or like you had no. feelers put out. Like they contacted you. Yeah, they, they called me because the, the, their it. person,
0: their person lives somewhere where that re- j- just got locked down, so they can't leave. Like they had somebody else booked because it's in two months, and they were like, "Can." you come, like, on short notice. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, they must have called 80 other people that couldn't come on short notice and got to me. But I'm really excited. That, uh, that so- is
1: not true. You deserve it. You're an incredible speaker. I'm happy for you. That's so, really I funny. hate you. You suck. <laughs> right. And you're a jerk. <laughs> you're a jerk.
0: So, um, I, like, I'm happy about it. And, like, for me, it's not just, like, that specific thing it just brought me a lot of hope that that kind of stuff is going to start happening again because that stuff was happening a lot before the pandemic and i'm i'm really happy so that was my that was my first rose what's your you can start however you want rose or thorn but not sideways that's stupid
1: (laughs) (laughs) i would have to say one of the roses of this year is the uh, surgeries i endured like the way that it's impacted my life it very i mean obviously surgery is kind of you know both pros and cons right because you're whatever from surgery but it was a it was a big deal in my life and something i've worked for for years and so the fact that it started i started this process had 19 hours of surgery this year and um it's pretty significant changes so that's pretty cool i have to say that that happened in this year is is a good thing
0: my my first th- or my thorn is i've talked about it on the show a lot i think i talked about it last week actually um like this year was hard when it came to like relationships. Um, I uh I had to end a lot of them, and like that's hard for me. Like I knew it was the right choice, but like I think about it still just about every day. And like when it was first, like when I was first essentially breaking up, like I felt like breaking up with friends and people people that I w- have worked with and people that I've had re- relationships with a long time. I decided to cut them off because it was w- what was healthy for me. uh I just couldn't deal with the negativity and the crap anymore. Like I just couldn't, right? Um. But it was still hard like like it's one of the things that like I like my life is much healthier now that those people are not in my life, but I still think about it and still like pr- like less and less and less as time has gone by, but like the summer was kind of a big a big spot for that, so it's just been kind of tough, and it's one of those things that like it has made me wonder a lot like like I know what these people have done is wrong, but at the same time it's like am I screwed up? Cause it seemed to all happen at the same time. Like this, I was like, does everybody hate me? <laughs> because everybody seems to be not having a good relationship with me right now. And I'm like, I'm the common denominator, but that dude's a jerk. <laughs> you know. So I, I don't know. It just kind of brought up a lot of feelings.
1: I hear you. No, I absolutely hear you. And no, it's not because of you. <clears throat> but no, it might be. <laughs> no, there's a reason why you have these people in your life though but we can talk about that off camera but um why you attract them but uh yeah i, I attract bad people yeah for I'm, real i'm that attractive that i attract bad people <laughs> <laughs> no I'm, but you you don't you don't realize that they're not healthy because all you know is that chaos and that trauma bond with someone so to you that seems like normal so you'll end up in these relationships with people and then come to find out that's not at all true. Like They weren't good people to begin with, but you don't recognize the signs and the things. So that's why you, you, you have like a wake of people behind. Does that make sense? Because what you were you're saying, Olivia, is very dangerous. Why?
0: Because you just said that people that bring chaos into my life aren't good, and you're like number two.
1: <laughs> You've decided why I bring chaos into my life. <laughs> it's not a manipulative, malicious way. <laughs> I'm just too much for you, Taylor, but I'm too much for everybody. That doesn't yeah. count.
0: So, that doesn't
1: um, count. Yeah, no, that doesn't count. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about annoying people to you, Taylor. We're talking. We're talking about people that are harmful. But um, for me, and kind of in the same vein as you, the thorn for me, I got pretty hurt by some people this year, and it was bad. And very few people know about it. And specifically, it happened this fall, and um, and it was pretty awful. Like things I've never had to deal with before. Like for my physical safety. Um, So that was kind of a crazy place to be in at the age I'm at and like in the space of life to be in multiple situations where I was like, I'm not in a safe space and I don't know if I'm going to make it out of this thing that was scary. And, um, and that happened while I was traveling. So that was good. That's a thorn. That definitely yeah. was a thorn for the it's, year.
0: It's definitely not helpful for you to have to deal with all this stress, like so close to your impending death. I mean, it's just really, really sad <laughs> in your old age to have to deal with all of
1: this. <laughs> right. I wanted to go peacefully. <laughs> right. <laughs> now let your servant go in
0: peace. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: you have another rose? I mean, I do. It's one of the things I wish I would have prepped for this more, but so it's probably not my actual actual rose. Axel Rose. <laughs> nice. nice. You suck. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst. Okay. You're the worst. Um, I don't know. Like, doing this show brings me a lot of joy. Um, and, like, it's been a year that has been good for the show. Like, the show got hit by the pandemic, too. Like, a lot of people just stopped commuting and listening and like we had our best month ever in in, like november um and doing this like so being around the show like uh uh, interacting with like the community of the show like i've gotten so many like just dms or uh people tweeting like quotes and stuff in the show where it's like i don't remember saying that but i guess i did you know or stuff like that and um it's just been fun because like we had the least guests that we've ever had on the show this year um and i just because i just couldn't deal with it um but it was it, it was so it's so much fun for me to just talk to the four of you guys like you, Allison, John, Father Anthony. Like it's just been a good year with the five of us. Um, so, yeah, the show, the community around it just brings me a lot of joy.
1: oh I love that. yeah That's my second no, I- thorn. No, I'm just kidding. The the rose would be if Liv wasn't one of the guests. I mean, one of the uh, co hosts. Oh, careful. (laughs) (laughs) Am I getting my, 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 uh, you're going to exterminate me? Is that what I'm saying?
0: Your contract is up at the end of 2021. (laughs) We haven't renewed it. So
1: (laughs) you're on thin ice, is all I'll say. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Nice,
1: nice. Um, okay. My other roads would have to be, and just to say it again, generally, um, it would be about the formation of my media company this year. <clears throat> never saw that coming. I'm now president of my own media company with three shows. And, um, one of them is not Catholic and I'm so thrilled and it pays, it's a paying gig. And the way that I got it, Th- there really might be cool. a correlation there. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited. I'm excited about to see what comes of all this. Cause it kind of all happened at the end of this year to see how that all goes into 2022 but that's definitely been a rose um with what i'm doing with my life <laughs> and taylor's my new producer yay oh your
0: your life has improved so much
1: since i that's
0: true walked into the scene. so <laughs> that is true <laughs> i
1: wanted to work with you from the beginning so that has been such a blessing i'm really glad that and we're I doing played hard together. to
0: get because i'm cute <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> kept showing me ankle and that was it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for real. Uh, it's the only part of my body that still looks good. So <laughs> So it's nice. Uh, we we hope that you guys um I mean, this This whole show. We hope that you have a very uh, happy uh, New Year's Eve and that uh, as we look into the next year, that it'll be good for you guys um, to help do that. Uh, we are bringing in, we just talked about not having guests, but this guest I've had on before, and he is a delight. Uh, Tommy Ty is back, you guys. and We're going to be talking about mental health as we close out this year and begin a new one. Um, and then when, whenever uh, Liv and I come back, we're going to be uh, talking, we're going to be... Let's just say it's going to have something to do with Olivia and I's age difference. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Select International is helping people plan trips to the next World Youth Day. Over 2 million Catholic youth and young adults from all over the world will be there, and Select wants to help get you, your parish, your diocese there. It's happening from August 1st through the 6th, 2023, in Lisbon, Portugal. The Holy Father will be in attendance, of course, uh, and Select has helped uh, organize parish Daston trips for the last four World Youth Day events, and it is looking to help Help those parishes of diocese do the same for this next one um there's a lot of additional places that if you would like to tack on to the trip as well that they can help with like lords rome and so many more so head on over to fortacatholic.com slash tours to check it out share it with your diocesan diocesan leaders your parish leaders your priest um to see if they would like to take a group to world youth day and want to make it easy as possible using the best in Catholic pilgrimages at Select International Tours. Do it now. ForteCatholic.com slash tours. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Schrode. Olivia's laughing for no reason. Maybe she's crazy. Well, good thing we have a professional uh, here on the line with
2: us. Uh, Tommy Ty is coming back to the show. It's been quite some time. Tommy, welcome back, man. It's good to be back. And last time I think I was on my commute home from work. So this is a lot better. <laughs> yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> you, have, you have, I didn't even realize, I was so focused
0: on, we're, we're gonna talk about your book, uh, but I was so focused on the book in your background that I missed all the tools. Like, where are you? You are surrounded by tools. What is going yeah. on?
2: <laughs> well, usually I sit in my van, but I knew you'd be recording video. So I tried to lighten it up a little bit. So this is just <laughs> the garage. This is a grudge.
1: Saw seemed <laughs> way more appropriate <laughs> to right. Taylor. I agree with you. Uh, Sharp objects. See, uh,
0: live with the scary movie route. I, I think Tommy, this might be the manliest you ever looked. Not that you're not a manly guy, but I mean, you look incredibly manly right now. You're like, That's I've written good. these That's two good. books, and I can also yeah. saw things in half. That's you right. know, it's <laughs> Tim <laughs> Allen look. Yeah. Tim uh, uh, I'm glad it's exactly. working. I'm glad it's working. Um, <laughs> Well, t- Tommy, the last time you came on was was the the Catholic the Catholic hipster handbook, which I'm not hip at all, so I had nothing to do with, other than getting to talk to you about it. Um, <laughs> but you've written a new book, uh, kind of ironic, uh, it came out of a podcast, right? So Saint Diff- Saint Dymphna's playbook. I've got it right here. A Catholic guide to finding mental and emotional well being. And I wanted to have uh Liv on for this one because she needs these things. Uh, <laughs> this is really just a way for Liv to get a free counseling session. I, I wrote you in. If I, I understand like with uh, ethics wise, like if you need me to send you some money after this because of the counseling
1: session, I I will. thought you were gonna
2: offer to like bow out ethics wise so oh. that wasn't like an observer, but okay, money works too. I no, guess. no, no, yeah. no, so I no. Can no. With
1: Taylor. That's what this is about. It's Taylor is the one an HR problem. This is his way of saying, "Look, I handled it."
0: (laughs) Members of the jury, I tried. (laughs)
1: Exactly. Exactly. That's what this is his defense. That's
0: what this is. uh, So I got this book, Tommy, and I've listened to some of the episodes of the podcast, and I've shared with with people who have listened to this show for a while that, like. Mental health was never really a thing on my radar. Like, I was, I've always been a generally pretty, pretty happy person. Like, things seemed to go well. Uh, and then the pandemic hit, and I lost everything. And I, like, wasn't prepared to deal with the depression and anxiety because I had never dealt with it before. So here I was as a 30-year-old dealing with these things for uh, the first time. Um, and and then I got this book, you know, a, a couple of months ago, and it's like, I mean, it's been almost two years since the pandemic started, and like, you know, I'm doing better, but people are still dealing with this, like it's still affecting us. Um, So I love that you've you've taken what you've done is you've taken like people know you like on the internet as a faith person, and then professionally you've been a counselor for your professional life, and like even like in the in the book, like you are combining your actual expertise in counseling and people's mental health and well-being um, with your faith, right? Because like we get a lot of books of people of faith trying to, you know, just pray more and everything will be fine. And then we get a lot of clinical books that God, God knows I've never read of like, you know, this is how you take care of your mental health. But I like, this is the most <laughs> inviting one for me because it combines the two of them. So um, like, I mean, you were the one that was able to do this. Like what, what made you want to write this book now?
2: Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I guess when you write a book, I wrote this book like four years ago. That's kind of how it works. So it just sort of happened that everybody's going through such a difficult time that I you're hope a it prophet. Helps people, you saw the pandemic coming, and you're hardly, like, "People hardly are going to need pandemic so, trauma." So, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh gosh! Uh, but I, actually, uh, I was on uh, Father Anthony and Father Harrison's podcast a long time ago, a couple years ago, and they were talking about. Uh, anxiety and things like that. I know you've, you know, you know, Father Anthony very well, obviously. So. I mean, I've met him once or twice. <laughs> a couple times, so think, yeah. 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 <laughs> <He's> okay. <laughs> And um, so, so, yeah, we started talking about things and it just sort of naturally came out of that to start a podcast to see if anybody was interested in submitting questions. And it turned out they were. So that was kind of cool. Um, and then the, the faith thing, I, I mean, it came just from my own experience in life and also um, the idea of the saints. Right. So like we have such a strong attachment to the saints, but we really put our saints on such a high pedestal that everything kind of goes fine for them. Right. Like, um, you know, like. Dorothy Day, her canonization process is getting going like she gave up everything, lived in poverty, helped these people all her life and then died. And it was perfect. And her life was much more difficult than that. Right. She had she had lots of issues, depression, irritability that everyone would complain about. Uh, She tried to commit suicide, like all of these really um, things that we should all know about, because when our lives are touched with those things, we need that connection to the saints. and I think our faith gives us that. So, you know, trying to really not not use the faith as a Um, you just do this and you, you'll feel better. But as a, um, a way to like have someone walking with us, like through life when we're struggling, I think is the most important thing. Yeah.
1: That you're Uh, not alone, that you're not the only one. Cause I think that's a big thing. The enemy likes to get into your brain. Like, Oh, you're the first person to ever want to, you know, do this to yourself, harm yourself or do whatever. And that's not true. Yeah,
2: surely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also it's, um, you know, nobody can understand what I'm going through or what I'm going through is worse than what other people have gone through. And even if I share, right, that whole thing, right. It's some sort of weakness or personal failing. And so I think if we can see that, you know, St. Oscar Romero, St. Therese of Lisieux, like all of these people have dealt with these things and we look up to them as really models of Christian perfection, right. Right. Um, then we can see that maybe we're not broken after all.
1: And still lovable.
2: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely <laughs> yeah we
1: still can have forgiveness. perhaps not by
2: ourselves but other people yeah we, yeah. <laughs> we, we love
0: you live it might be conditional but we love you okay <laughs>
1: oh, from taylor it is definitely conditional <laughs> he's conditioned me to know that yeah on on, <laughs> on whether that's dog on whether that invoice
0: comes in every month um so uh i mean like, literally like in the even in the chapter headings, you see the the combination between uh, your expertise and faith. Literally from the first chapter. Because I read the first chapter and I was That's like- That's usually I, how interviews go about books, yeah. <laughs> I know, it does. But I was like, I literally was like, I don't even know what this word means. Oh, how <laughs> exciting. Chapter.
2: So, um, Anhedonia. Anhedonia. What, right. what the heck is that <laughs> <laughs> it's actually it's it's one of the more um dangerous symptoms of depression really because it's sort of like uh no longer finding pleasure in the things that we used to find pleasurable right and i think we don't think about that because a lot of times when we're doing well um things are okay right like uh maybe i go down the street take my kids to in and out um because this is a texas podcast right so i'm going to talk about in and out to kind of rep the <laughs> west coast uh but <laughs> hey and In-N-Out, that's fine it's perfectly fine <laughs> just, just uh, out here. all that that's right, that's right. Uh, just, but you know, digging into a cheeseburger, like, oh, well, <laughs> where's disconnect, I don't know. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> um, but you know, something as simple as eating a cheeseburger, right, like, and sorry for our vegan and vegetarian friends out there, but like, eating a cheeseburger brings pleasure to me. I feel pleasure from that. Uh, playing with my kids some crazy imaginative game, most of the time, brings pleasure to me. Like, these little things that we don't think about, the simplest things, right? Um, And when we're feeling depressed, we don't have that anymore. We don't. It's like everything tastes bland. Every experience is sort of just nothingness to us. And I think that that's worse than um, the feeling where we're just crying all the time and sad all the time. Because that's like this deprivation of any goodness that we need. We need those things to sort of keep thriving and keep going on. So so anhedonia is sort of like when somebody might say, "Um, I just don't find any joy in doing the things that I used to. Like taking the dog for a walk or getting a project done at work or you know all of these things it doesn't bring me joy anymore and that's that's really uh, dangerous because it starts to feel really hopeless when you're going through that kind of thing yeah, i hope that helps with the definition
1: major sign I think that's fantastic. I, <laughs> Taylor I'm, has never had pleasure with doing a show with me, so he would think that he's in right. depression all the time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey, that, that's
0: her, that's going to be your new nickname. We've been calling you Olivia Newton John, but now it's just Anhedonia. Mrs. Anhedonia.
2: Um, Anhedonia would be a great fake name. That's a, <laughs> that
1: like. that is a cool name. That'd be like a, a sick album. <laughs> like, now, welcoming to just the drop. stage Anhedonia.
2: Okay. No works. one's cheering, everyone's just like, Mm. <laughs> the, the joke works if you really think about it. Um, so
0: <laughs> I, I did learn something today, and I learned I learned the definition of how I felt at the beginning of the pandemic. Now I have a word <laughs> to <laughs> describe how I felt then. Um, but uh, like the, the combinations, fatigue, Lord, the one that you, that you love is tired. Hopelessness, the, Lord, the one that you love doesn't want to go on. Anxiety, Lord, the one that you love is worrying. So all of these, I mean, we've been talking about this whole time, like all of these professional words and things that people really deal with and combining it with, like a prayer, like, God, I've, this, is, this is what I'm feeling. So I know that, uh, that Liv has a couple, but I wanted to start with, uh, well, we started accidentally with Anhedonia just because I didn't Sorry, know what the word bad. meant. No, yeah. no, no, it's okay. No, it's, I brought it up. I, I, I was the idiot and I wanted to learn something and I did. I can learn and grow despite what everyone in the comments says. So um, speaking of the comments, uh, chapter two, irritability. Lord, the one that you love is annoyed with everything. Uh, I mean, uh, this one is especially poignant because I love my family. I love my kids. They are tremendous. We are recording this while they are on Christmas break. I love them. I just don't love them here when I'm working because I work at home. And the amount of little things that drive me insane, Tommy, just a kid quietly, repetitive things drives me nuts. If they're just like, huh, huh, huh. (laughs) Uh, and I'm just in here, just like shut up! You know, like I'm going, going, going wild. We had uh, it was we were going to church uh, this past Sunday, and they were just all just repeating themselves, yelling, hitting things, and like. Literally, I just yelled from this room to the other room, which is pretty far away. It's like, everyone quiet for the next four minutes until we leave. And they were. They were all very quiet. And I've, I well i done. was able to calm Top-notch
2: down. Top-notch parenting. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yelling at them. They're, they're, uh, Nothing
1: damaging about that.
2: I am teaching them
0: the fear of the Lord. <laughs> their first experience of that is through their father. Um, but for like- uh, it was it was really funny because like I was very happy that they're quiet. But lit- my son, the eight year old, the oldest, literally as we were about to cross the threshold going outside, he goes meep, <laughs> and I, I laughed because it was just hilarious. Because I knew that I was like on edge and I was irritable. Um, so yeah, uh, how how am I supposed to deal with this irritability? <laughs>
2: Boy, I right, wish I could answer okay. that question. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Say a rosary because
2: <laughs> uh, we're also on Christmas break here, and every absolutely everything is irritable, ir- making me irritable. I am not alone. Nice, kind <laughs> things, or just playing gently my even my brain goes something bad's gonna happen any minute and i'm already (laughs) irritated by it so i think uh, the pandemic is a it is an important thing to look at here because when we're stressed and we're worried and we don't have all the information we need we start to have like a decrease in our ability to tolerate frustration so things that wouldn't bother us when we're doing okay really can get on our nerves really easily and it's good to recognize that right it's good to be able to take stock you already know that you do it so that's a good first step now (laughs) you just need to know how to fix it that's the next thing right please Um, fix him (laughs) (laughs) Liv knows very well that I'm very aware of my faults
0: and do nothing about them, (laughs) so...
2: it's the worst it's such a gaslighting it's, such, gas it's like such a tease uh. so I mean the, the best things to do I think there's a couple things that come to mind right off the top of my head one is to take an inventory of sort of what's causing you irritation right uh, it's very easy for us to say oh yeah we can figure that out like mentally uh, but it's not very helpful for us it's really better to get out a piece of paper and a pencil and start writing stuff down um, because sometimes we could think god I'm just irritable I just woke up and I'm irritable but that's not really what happens like there's things that kind of happen. We can think about our thoughts or, you know, I dropped the coffee grounds and then I had to clean it up and then this happened. And it's like, we can see the things start to build. And that helps us to be able to figure out where to interject like a coping skill to take a time out probably is the best coping skill for us parents, I think, to be like, you know, I have to go sit in my room for five minutes just to like kind of chill out, right? Um, so that's one thing. You got to figure out how it's building up and when to kind of step in and say something. Uh, actually, I'm really bad at doing that. So I trust my wife to say, hey, you need to go like take a break because I don't even notice it. I'm <laughs> hey, just Hey, can reacting, you go away? Right? <laughs> Right. Yeah, totally. But it's, it's like, uh, you know, we need those people in our lives who we love and trust to be able to be like, something's not working for you right now. You need to go take a break. Right. And to be like, okay. Cause our, my first thing is like, I'm doing fine. Like, I don't know what the heck you're talking about. Um, but I'm you have pleasant. to trust them. Right. I'm just yeah. totally pleasant. Um, The other thing that's so important is trying to be mindful of the present moment. This is something that we fail at or I fail at every single day. I let like what's happening just take me to the next level of things. Like if A happens, then B is going to happen, then C is going to happen. And I'm just angry about things that haven't even happened yet. Um, So it's very important to kind of allow ourselves to use our senses to place ourselves in the moment, looking around, feeling the chair on our body, like smelling. What do I smell? These kinds of things, I think, to be able to get out of our brain and get into the present moment and realize that our kids doing repetitive things is annoying. It's not that bad, you know, but we need some perspective to be able to do that. I think
0: the, the irony, of what just happened, Tommy? I'm going to have to go back and listen to the Did middle somebody of what, just scream in the background. You, yeah, my kids are being <laughs> real loud, and they know the rules. So I just texted my wife, "Would you shut them up, please? I'm trying <laughs> to work." So uh, I'm going to have to go back and listen to the middle of your answer because I was dealing with literally the problem as you were answering. I'll listen Taylor to it. <laughs> Stop listening. I l- I'll listen fantastic. to it in editing. It's it's, fine. it's good, um, Olivia. I know that uh, that you've dealt with everything in in these in every single <laughs> in chapter, book, but you've got yeah. you've got a favorite. You've got a favorite.
1: I do. I do have a favor. The the chapter on um, manipulative people has become a huge piece in my life. Um, I know Tommy doesn't know me at all, but Tommy, I used to weigh over 458 pounds. I've lost over 300 pounds and I was diagnosed with extremely severe anxiety um, by uh, someone at MD Anderson here in Houston. And so I underwent neurofeedback therapy, which I'm still doing for severe depression. So I was bed. I was in bed for three years, actually. Um, couldn't leave the bed, and so I talk a lot about. I'm I'm a type two diabetic. I talk a lot about the the things I've overcome physically and mentally. And I try to bring a you know a very honest like discussion to which Taylor loves, and my degrees in human development, which is not the same as psychology, but it definitely you know. There's a real with, professional like, here. You don't have to just
0: on. give all your credentials. You can I'm just ask the trying. question. Fine. Well, you
1: make me
2: sound like I just read news day, Taylor. Like he makes it sound like I have
1: bazooka bubblegum. and I'm like, oh, this must be what it is. So anyway, um, it wasn't until this year actually uh, 2020 brought up a lot of manipulation. It's really started in 2019 and wasn't until 2020 that really came to light. But in 2021 at the beginning of this year, everything just kind of exploded in my life. It's like going into the matrix. I feel like, like I just got into the matrix and I can see things very differently. Um, specifically type, well, uh, cluster B personality disorders that are in my life. So manipulative people, that's something that I'm I'm very much interested in. I'm trying to get the word out to people. And I say all the time, it's not to label. It's not to be like, let's put these people in a box. It's more of, I, I give the example, if you have a cold, you go to urgent care, and it's really strep throat. Well, now you know to take an antibiotic. Like, now you know what to do. So that's what I'm trying to do with the public on my little teeny tiny unprofessional platform. I say it right here, Taylor. I am not a doctor. Yeah, um, okay. Okay, wrap it
0: up. Ask the professional a question. We are running out of time, and I want give Tommy to talk. <laughs> people,
1: the concept of what to look for. So, what does that look like in a faith situation?
2: Mm, yeah, super important, and also congratulations on just reaching out for help. That's so cool and just so powerful to see people, to have people be able to see you and listen to you and and hear what you've gone through. I think it's really helpful for people to know that they should reach out for help too. So, anyway, uh, but Taylor. but yeah, <laughs> it's. <laughs> I liked it what I liked what he said. <laughs> there's a <laughs> there's a difficult balance, right? Between um, there's a lot of diagnoses, especially you mentioned cluster B personality disorders that are very stigmatized in our culture. Um, right. And so, when somebody hears those diagnoses, like borderline personality disorder is a good example, people are um, terrified to think that that might be what they're going through uh, because they've heard or people say it, right? Like, oh, you're so borderline, or some like derogatory thing that doesn't even make sense. Um, so people are scared of it. But but you're right that learning about this diagnosis and learning about um what treatments are available why it happens to you these if it, if it's presented in a way that's like helpful with a good helping professional i think it's very freeing uh, a lot of times when somebody's very resistant to this like you know somebody comes in and they start talking about it saying i was abandoned by people who shouldn't have abandoned me when i was younger and now i'm in these relationships that like we're madly in love then we've broken up then i do this behavior that seems extreme to try and get this person back and it just replays over and over again um what what I do sometimes is I just take the the diagnostics, you know, the DSM that has a diagnosis, and I just turn it around and I say, read this and yeah. tell me what you think about this. And, and a lot of times, more often than not, when people read through the symptoms, they really get this light. Like, they get tears in their eyes and they start to say, oh, wow, like I thought something was wrong with me. I thought right. I was doing something wrong. And then right. we can talk about how... No one has a personality disorder because of something that they did. Nobody chooses to have this experience. Nobody would choose to have this experience, right? But especially with these specific uh, disorders, it's like people who you should have been able to count on, you weren't able to. And that scars us in really profound ways. So so I think it's important. I think what you're doing is great because I think it does help people to feel there, there's just something about, like you said, you're like, oh, wow. Now I get it. Now it makes sense. Now Now I I don't feel alone. And the next step is there's treatment for this because so many people go through it and it's going to be okay. It's going to be hard, but it's going to be okay and we can get through it together. So I think that's very important. And in terms of the faith, it's important to... Um, you know, realize that we can't over-spiritualize our mental health. Because a lot of times, like, we would say, uh, I can see a Catholic person saying, oh, you're having these difficult relationships. Well, maybe you should start praying the rosary or asking St. Joseph to help you, which is obviously wonderful. Yes, they can help you. God can perform miracles. He can snap his fingers and everything's perfect. But that's not how it works 99.9% of the time, right? God brings people into our lives to help us. And that's kind of the point that I want people to realize. Like the answer to your prayers is not that you wake up and you don't have borderline personality disorder anymore. It's that you have a friend who will still stick by you, who can connect you to a therapist, who can help you. Like that's the miracle. And God's kind of being like, why aren't these people taking these opportunities I'm putting in their lives? So, So anyway, I hope that makes sense. But keep on doing what you're doing. That's wonderful.
1: I love it,
0: <laughs> Liv. I am your friend, and I have connected you to a therapist. You're welcome. I have done it. I'm I have not accomplished. I'm the borderline Taylor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're borderline
0: I've lots of things, but so that's a whole other a whole <laughs> nother ordeal. Um, I've got the book here. If you want to see the large version, just look behind Tommy. Saint Diffus Playbook. You can buy it wherever fine books are sold. Uh, but what is the primary place that you want them to buy it from, Tommy?
2: Probably Ave Maria Press's website or if you have a local Catholic bookstore, that's cool. And if you have to get it from one of those other places, I won't mention. I won't blame you for it. I know it's easier, but... Try to go to the source. <laughs> yeah, uh, both
0: spiritually and in your book buying. <laughs> so, uh, I, I, I love it. It, it. it tackles depression, anxiety, trauma, relationships, grief, and everything under those categories. Uh, Tommy, I, I love you. I'm glad that you were able to come back. Thanks for for writing this. I like. I'm loving this. Like you used to do the Catholic Hipster Show, and then uh, this is this is great. Like I think you've really found so your, your niche here, um, oh, and, and I'm you. really happy for you and and happy f- on, on on behalf of the people listening. Uh, for what you what you are doing, um how can people connect with you Tommy?
2: Well, thank you so much, and thank you for letting me escape the four screaming kids in my room for a half hour. That was very nice. Uh, people can uh, go on Twitter. I'm at the Gh is silent. Um, so that's probably the best place. All the links are there. You can check it out.
0: Cool. And Tommy, I'm not a professional of hey. mental health, but I, I this is just just as this the dumbest person in the room speaking. If you, <laughs> as a husband and father, would like to just go out into your garage, I offer two things. One. Just permission to do it. If you just want to go sit in front of your tools, you are welcome to at any point.
2: (laughs) And number two, if
0: that feels weird, you need an excuse... We well, can just hop on and talk. You know, Aww. I can there be excused to go Old sit in front Taylor. of your tools.
2: <laughs> That's wonderful. Yeah, because my wife would never buy I'm going out to the garage to work with my tools. She knows me too well. She knows no, that. It's I'm going sit. to talk to a tool. His it's name is Taylor Strolls. So. Just sitting with the tools. Let's, yeah. not touching the tools. Much appreciated. Thank <laughs> you. All right, Tommy, I thanks so it.
0: much. Uh, we're going to let you go. And uh, Liv, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Online dating is the new normal. It is here. It's now equal or in some cases a more prominent way that couples of all ages and backgrounds are now dating. Catholic Match has faith Focused dating. You can start a relationship knowing that you already share the same faith, uh, which is one of, if not the most important thing in a relationship. Um, it's the largest dating app for single Catholics. And unlike other dating websites that encourage casual relationships, uh, Catholic Match primarily strives to help singles connect for the purpose of eventually having a sacramental marriage the catholic match also provides a community where catholics can share their challenges of living life in a single state and making new friends these days it is harder than ever for single catholics to meet each other and catholic match is here to support all of you so sign up today for a free account by just going to the catholic match app on your phone or going to fortsacatholic.com slash catholic match um and you can you know, get started I mean, it's a new year, new you, <laughs> find you a new boo. That is what I'm going with. I just made that up and I love it. I recently did an Instagram takeover for Catholic Match, shared uh, some of my tips for dating with uh, one of my uh, one of my friends, Car- Clarissa Christensen, who is herself a single Catholic and a professional counselor. You can find the video of our Instagram live right now on YouTube.com slash Catholic. Go sign up for Catholic Match today, unless you are a religious or married already or engaged, because that would be super awkward. If you're single, go check it out. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll, and that is... Wait, what's your new name? I forgot already. Oh, yeah. Your new name is... Anadonia. Mrs. is Anadonia Harrison. I think, so I, it, Taylor. That sounds great. That's, that's an it is awesome. That's a name. really
1: cool name. Like, it's not it's not bad. Like, you like, can pull it off.
0: Gal Gadot would play a girl named Anadonia.
1: Anadonia. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer Princess Anadonia. Uh,
0: moving on. Okay.
1: So, uh, not,
0: uh, you're not going to get called Princess. You're going to get called Old. This Andy's going to draw it.
1: Doing. Andy's going to draw me as Princess Anadonia.
0: <laughs> oh, I have notes. About the qual- qualities and characteristics of Mrs. Anadonia. So, um, I found these two articles. Ironically enough, last night at like two in the morning, while I was scrolling through social media, because because of Anadonia. So, <laughs> um, me specifically. Th- this, yeah, just mentally preparing for this. Uh, <laughs> there was this article, and it said the 66 best invention of the past 66 years. Now, what does that have to do with us? Uh what the, what the post said was like, find the one from your birth year, like the most important oh. invention from your birth year. So I what I wanted to do with you is find the one, the most important invention from your birth year, which like you uh-huh. like, but for me, it's like, I mean, when you're born, like you don't remember, you know, right. So we're going to do birth year, we're going to follow the instructions, but then okay. I want to do the year that you graduated high school and the year, <laughs> either the year that you graduated college or got married. Is that the same year for you? It's the same year same, for me. Same for me. Okay. Okay, yeah. so year you graduated college slash got to be married. So that's where we're going to You had do. a baby.
1: You could be your first kid. Nope, nope, um, nope. I make the okay. rules here. Okay. I was just trying to make more space for me. That's all. Nope. <laughs> I did things nope. really young. Okay, great.
0: So uh, <laughs> born, college, and, and first baby. We're all within the first six years. Okay, so what I need from you is your birth year, Olivia Anadonia Harrison, <laughs>
1: 1977.
0: Okay, I gotta scroll all Hear that the way Star back. Star Wars came out. Star Wars all
1: came out. All the way back, 1977.
0: What was a better invention than Olivia? Olivia? Okay, here we go. George Lucas. Oh my gosh, this is cool. Okay, Here's is cool. Okay, 1977. It is a picture of the Apple first personal computer. <gasps>
1: Hey, like an Apple 2C or just an Apple, like Apple PC. What did it's, they call it? It says um,
0: the Apple II, the Commodore PET, and Radio Shack's TRS-80 are introduced in 1977, four years before IBM, soon to become synonymous with the term PC, unveils its personal
1: computer. You're welcome. There you go. We use it every day. <laughs> yeah,
0: but I say, so like, like there's, this cool. one's obvious, but one of the questions I was going to ask for for all three of these years for the, yeah. for the two of us is like, do you think that these have had an impact on your life? Like this one, obviously.
1: <laughs> yes, I literally use it all the time. I bet I, I'll tell you this, maybe this is more interesting. I remember when we got an Apple IIc, like I remember getting one and that was a big deal to to be a home that had a personal computer. You know what I mean? Like I remember that when my well, like, parents gave it to us.
0: What was yeah like do you have a first memory like uh, of using a personal computer Oh yeah
1: totally well we had floppy disks you know so the the big old floppy disk that you had uh, to, you know for young people do. that's what the, that's the save icon or the save emoji that's what that <laughs> That's <is>. right that's <laughs> right but it was an actual thing and it was like this big and you had to, like whatever and um we played games on it like that was a big deal like and, and it was like you know it wasn't as pixelated as like an Atari but there were different games that we would play and i remember Sticky Bear was it was a um, program where you could do graphics and fonts. So I would like make like a newsletter, you know, like that kind of a thing. Like, so that was the beginning of all that kind of stuff, which is funny because now we have Canva, you know, now we have like all these other things, but it started with sticky bear. <laughs> so it all
0: began that. with sticky bear. We have all of our personal computers to think
1: and the bear printing, for. Taylor. The printing had the um, you know, the the holes on the side of the paper like your Man, I forgot about that. Right. And you had to fold it and tear off the little holes. Yeah, why did they do that? Like what was the functionality of it? Feed it. That's how they could feed it through the computer. That was the first print printer or whatever so we had reams of that you know dotted you know the whole paper whole paper that would just t- 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 and then i loved peeling it off <laughs> you know it's like when you did those national exams in school and you had to open up the little packages like with your eraser i don't know if you remember that but like i love that kind of stuff so yeah that's also i remember that that came that came with the same with the apple 2c situation
0: <laughs> i remember getting like a 64 on a test that i took the scantron and just marked c on all of them <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I miss Gantron. I,
0: I did better than if I would have tried. Okay, the next year, I mean, I, 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 I don't think I existed by the time you were in high school. What was your, what was your high school I graduation? I graduated
1: in 95.
0: Okay, okay. Then my birth is next on the timeline. I wasn't sure. <laughs> <laughs> so my birth is next on the timeline, which is crazy to me. Um, 1989. I you. Yeah, you could have. Mine, I could have. my first, I, 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 one of these is stupid for me. I can't remember which one. But this one is also important. Okay. Uh, do you remember this thing being invented called the World Wide Web? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, In yeah, because ni- Al what's his face did it, the vice president. <laughs> no, he didn't. What, his- In
0: 1989, <laughs> Sir Tim Berners-Lee <laughs> creates hypertext markup language, HTML, to oh, make yeah. web pages and the uniform resource locator... URL to identify where information is stored. These breakthrough, bl- breakthroughs form the foundation of the World Wide Web, and now, like most of my life, exists on the World Wide Web. So I, I Your like whole life, just yeah. just like yours, like the personal <laughs> yeah. computer and this one. Like I mean, two really impactful things in our lives and in society. So you're welcome for us being born. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, we just celebrated Jesus being born, but when Jesus was born, like, were personal computers in the World Wide Web a
1: thing? No, they weren't. So. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing that is the best part about you reading that. Now I know what all that stuff... We say URL all the time. Does one human being on the planet know what the heck URL stands Obviously, for? Obviously, it's
0: Uniform Resource Locator, he said, staring at his phone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, or any of those things. We say them all the time. We have no idea why. You know what I'm like I have no clue, like I don't know, so that would be interesting one day to like get all the all the shortcut things that we say technology wise that we just say all the time, and none of us know what the heck we're saying.
0: <laughs> that is one of the things that like I have noticed about me is like because I was born and grew up like with computers and phones and internet and all that stuff, like I'm really intuitive with all this stuff. like I can yeah. fix pretty much any problem on a computer. yeah, but then somebody asks, like, hey, what is HTP?" Uh, H- HTTPS mean? I'm like hell if I know. You know, no it's that knows. thing that I no. don't put in front of URLs because you don't need them Ever. anymore. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it Ever. means.
1: <laughs> when when you have to actually write out a full like a website page or whatever, I don't know what to, I'm like. H T is it double slash this way? Which way, way do is the slashes colon? go? <laughs> <laughs> nobody knows how to do it anymore. You know what I mean? And right. I'm like, I have no clue. I don't know. So right. anyway, so funny. Okay,
0: next year is is you five uh, when yep. I was like five
1: <laughs> i could babysit you yep Yep. Yeah. so you were Which graduating high
0: school yep in 95 so in 95 um this is lovely lovely information <laughs> the hiv protease inhibitors came out the outlook for people infected by hiv also dramatically changes the fda approves in virase, in virus to the first cl- first of a class of drugs called HIV protease inhibitors in 1995 by blocking the function of emzo- enzymes used in the virus's replication the inhibitors can reduce HIV to undetectable levels for sustained periods in up to 90% of patients this i I don't that's, know this for a- sure but i would imagine that like magic johnson like yeah yes probably because he's had HIV he, like
1: he he Forever. had to stop playing in the, in the in the NBA back then and he mm-hmm. still has HIV and not AIDS you know so yeah that no that was a game changer because yeah I know you weren't like really alive alive but AIDS was a big thing I mean HIV was it it took over the world like like what you're seeing now it was it was crazy and people didn't know like there was a kid named Ryan White and there was a big thing about Ryan White's story that used to play and, and all this kind of stuff about how he was completely ostracized because people thought I'm gonna get HIV I'm gonna die because I know you now we know that that's not true you know now we understand this virus and stuff so same with magic Johnson you know it was a big it was a big deal it's kind of like what you're seeing right now so that I could see where that was a game changer 100 percent so nice way to go 95 nice. so not
0: not too much impact on your life I'm guessing <laughs> but on the, on <laughs> not that, that, that I know but, of yeah yeah I- (laughs) okay so um sadly enough i got married you are also next
1: (laughs) i'm still a baby 2000. 2000 really i got married in 2000 I, took I had my a baby f- in 03, so
0: I, I took my first flight on January first, two thousand. I think I've told you that before. Oh, that's cute. Like people were standing no, it wasn't. People were standing outside, like, don't get on the plane. It's gonna explode in midair. Oh,
1: <laughs> right. I was like, that was the no, whole
0: Y2K. Daddy, why are we doing this? <laughs> <laughs> okay. The year yeah, two thousand. Yeah. Um, so you were you were graduating college and getting married.
1: I got right married here. June two thousand. Yeah, I got graduated in May two
0: thousand. <laughs> so long ago. <laughs>
1: I was 11. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 21 years. Uh, in the grand scheme of things, there's a PlayStation 2, the, the highest selling video game console of all time. Really? In the grand scheme of things, video games aren't necessarily important inventions. How dare you, article? <laughs> but they're fun. <laughs> While many consoles have made the list, say, Sony's PlayStation 2 harnessed an era of emerging tech to create a console that would solidify the company as a gaming behemoth, uh, a title it retains to this day. Like, it is still the highest selling console of all time do you really? remember like you were getting married in college like do you remember the
1: playstation 2 oh yeah absolutely oh my gosh we used to play stuff all the time i mean we all had you know all the things yeah uh did we, you get an updated making...
0: version of that first game you played on the mac
1: <laughs> <laughs> i never had a well i had an apple to i don't no, what had was that a, game well, called that you Macintosh? said earlier
0: the stupid right. game you mentioned earlier
1: I did. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, no, they didn't. They didn't have it. We, I got a, I went to school like, um, funny enough, Taylor, I don't know if you'll even remember this, but there was a, a, a computer company called Hewlett Packard or HP yeah. and, um, and they, and then, you know, but it was compact computers when I was like growing up. And so the five founders of compact lived in my neighborhood here in Houston. And I had a compact presario which I brought to college, and it was an all-in-one. Like, it was, like, your screen and your everything, and it was just all, which was really convenient for college, you know, because that was before laptops. It was,
0: like, a Game Boy on steroids, a portable device that's
1: huge. It was big, yeah. It was, like, crazy. So, you know, anyway. But, oh, this is so crazy to, like, think of all this stuff. Right. Okay. Yeah, but we had a PlayStation. I didn't ever have a PlayStation in college, and my brothers didn't get one until later, or they might have had it when I was gone. I was gone. I'm so much older than my brothers, so they probably had one while I was at school. I don't know but friends in college had it. Yeah. All
0: right. Uh we're done with you <laughs> for this time. <laughs> so, for me, graduating high school was 2008. So, I got to scroll all the way down here. Um I don't get this one. Something okay. about a collider? Large hadron collider. It has something to do with the Big Bang theory and something called a god particle? Yeah, it's yes. too smart for me. So, yeah. I'm going to read the one from 2007, the year before. OK, the iPhone came out. The iPhone oh, came nice. out the year the, is probably the, I think it was the, uh, the summer of going into my senior year. So not, not quite my graduation year, but sure. Um, I mean, I'm literally on one right now. So <laughs> if anybody knows what a large Hadron Collider is and are mad that I didn't talk about it, well, you came to the wrong show. OK, that's hilarious. Uh, to close it out, the year that I that I got married and graduated college. Um, you
1: did the same year? Yeah. Married I did. in graduation?
0: Gra- graduated uh, in May and got married in June of 2020. Okay. Um, go. Google's Machine Learning Project. So, before I mention it, uh, you know what this does, but you might not know it by that name. Do you have any idea what, what any guess on what Google's Machine oh, Learning Google? Project is? Yeah, Google's Machine Learning Project. Oh. Not Google itself. It's totally wow. 12. <laughs> put like, Google put it around a lot.
1: Google. Um, I no, know how not. to Google <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay here we go The New York Ash Times Jeeves. reports that uh, uh, Oh gosh jeez what a throw! What a throwback Throwback uh, as, as part of Google's deep lear- learning research A cluster of 16,000 computers Had taught itself to recognize a cat so these computers could look at a cat, and they right. they, they they could sit, these computers were able to learn and say that is a cat, which doesn't seem like a big deal. But these advances arguably pushed the tech industry into a more serious pursuit of artificial intelligence and machine learning projects, including self-driving car technology, which we now have, uh, facial recognition software—literally how I opened my iPhone. Um, Automatic tagging on Facebook. Like, Facebook knows what you look like. Um, And technology that'll help voice assistants. Like, Alexa get smarter over time. So, like, Siri gets to know your voice and how you talk. Like, it's funny for me, like, talking to Siri with, you know, like, I have a more southern accent than... It's not super deep, but Siri doesn't know what it is because she's Siri's from China and California. So, so what does she know? Um, but she learns over time, like you know, yeah, uh, y'all come back now. You hear and she's like, uh, the first time she's like, what? And now she's like, you don't right, Skipper Taylor. <laughs> you know, like that's she learns. So big deal, kind of scary deal, but still a big deal.
1: But and it's something we use all the time, and now we're all used to it, which is they've they've adapted us as well. Wait, can I ask one question? What about this year? Did they list twenty twenty one?
0: I don't, I don't believe so. Let me see.
1: Okay. I was just curious.
0: I don't think it goes to, let's see, where, where does it go? It goes to 2018. Uh, no, wait, wait, wait. It goes to 2019. 2018 is funny. It's uh, metal 3D printing, which I was going to oh. mention earlier, because when we were talking about the floppy disk, there yeah. was a kid, it was a meme, I think, last year, where somebody was, a, a, a high school kid was so impressed that somebody 3D printed the save icon, and it was just a floppy disk. <laughs> That's
1: hilarious. Okay, we've got that's one
0: funny. more as a surprise for you. We're going to get through this one a little bit quicker, but okay. in the same vein, like literally, I saw these two articles back to back. This one is the most popular slang the year that you were born.
1: Ooh. So
0: the year that you were born, like this 77? one, this one goes all the way back.
1: So remind me your birth year again? 77. 77. Star Wars. Mm-hmm.
0: 1961.
1: May the force be with you.
0: Is that it? And with your spirit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 1977 brewski brewski like, like for a beer I mean, yeah, well i mean for the sports fans like not teddy brewski like he was probably just bored
1: <laughs> i would yeah i thought yeah that's interesting okay cool what okay let's
0: you? let's do uh, let's do uh the same thing high school oh, high school okay. and college 95 so, 90, my bad
1: i would say my bad for 95
0: oh let's see 95
1: as if, I feel oh, like that is sense. your, that's that your aesthetic sense. for sure. As if. <laughs> uh,
0: Clueless, the movie Clueless, Clueless introduced as if into deal. the vocab. um big deal. And then for me, 1989, oh yeah, we, we forgot about me, the year I was born. Okay. 1989, where is it at? <laughs> this one's perfect. <laughs> you want to talk about uh, something that fits perfectly? Okay. Trash talk was <laughs> the most popular term used in 1989. <laughs> Really? The, the phrase jumped into the world of sports in 1990. Gary Payton, the Mozart of trash talking, would be drafted by the Seattle Supersonics. Uh, this year is also when bogus dotted our vocabulary, too. But I think bogus. it's so funny because like, trash talk is one of... Trash talk. I mean, it, it was a, a sports thing. And I talked a lot of trash when I played sports and I got a lot of t- technical fouls and maybe kicked out of some games. But that's a whole other thing. But I, I, I do like that that one connects a lot. Yo, to that's totally
1: you. All right. 2000 and 2007? 2008, Two thousand. you're 2008, and I'm 2000. Yeah, what is oh, 2000? You're 2000? Yeah, for marriage and college. Oh, you know what it is? <laughs> what?
0: Uh, I'll give you a hint. The most popular commercial of this year. One of the most popular commercials ever.
1: Of this year?
0: Of, 20, of 2000.
1: What oh, of the most Taylor. popular
0: commercials of all time. Oh, for the love I haven't watched
1: a commercial. What's up? <laughs>
0: what you do? I know. Literally, <laughs> this commercial has invented to myself. I was such an impressionable sure. ten or eleven year old that, that we start so the funny. show with <laughs> the is most popular what... word from two thousand. Is that where you got it from? No, it's just. Ah. It's, but because I grew up, like I mean, if it was most popular in two thousand, like I was sure. eleven, like it makes sense. Junior high and high school is when you start. Like th- those are the the hip terms everybody uses. Yeah. Like, I don't use, you know, right. <laughs> the stuff that kids say now. I'm not even going to try to Spill the say. tea. You know, yeah, you don't say tea. that. No, if I, spilling tea is a bad thing in my house. Not because it's gossip, but because I love sweet tea and it's a sacred juice in our, in our house. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and then for you, what'd you say?
1: What was your 08. other year? Yours. Your. That's your year. 08. 2008.
0: 08. I don't even think oh, it goes eight. to that. Let's see. Oh. It doesn't. But the last year that we get, It's 2005, so when I started high school. Fashizzle and (laughs) And if you (laughs) want to picture Taylor at this age... Oh, my gosh. Did you say that? Very white guy walking around. Fashizzle. You
1: you did not. (laughs) Uh, You did not say that.
0: But what's so funny is something that I still say, probably from this, is like, oh, for sure. That's (laughs) something I say all the time. You
1: do not.
0: I do. And I think it's still... (laughs) Uh, I widened Snoop Dogg <laughs> to make that is really it make my funny. vernacular a little bit better.
1: I had no idea. I say situation all the time. Situation. That's a word to say constantly. Um, well good but I go we're, we were
0: able to look back on our lives we're hoping that uh, uh, you know as you listen to this you're we able to look back on your year next week uh, we're going to do a retrospective on on Forte Catholic's year in review we always do that at the first show of the new year so we hope that all of you have enjoyed today's show we hope that you have enjoyed this 2021 as much as you can and nobody's saying a thing about 2022 we're just all going to go in very timidly and hope, uh, have some hope let's have some hope without declaring anything. I do declare. Siri, do you understand me? <laughs> All right. I'm Taylor Schroll. That's uh, Acidonia or whatever her name is. <laughs> What's your Acidonia. name? Acidonia. Acidonia. I don't, I don't know. Uh, Anhedonia. The lovely, the lovely Anhedonia Harrison. Uh, I'll be back next week. Say it. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening, not only to today's episode, but throughout the year. Thanks for rocking with us. It was a fun year indeed. Next year, Father Anthony and I will be doing our Forza Catholic year in review. So you are going to want to stick around for that. If you want to make sure that you don't miss it, uh, hit subscribe uh, wherever you listen to podcasts or on YouTube. We've also got another uh, video coming out on our YouTube channel this week. Uh, Allison Sullivan and I do a deep dive into um, the morning show. It's a hit TV show over on Apple Plus that we watched. We talked about the first season where they are tackling the Me Too movement. So her and I got into a pretty deep dive discussion about that. That is only on our YouTube channel. ForteCatholic.com slash YouTube. Hit subscribe. Uh, You guys rock. Uh, Enjoy your New Year's Eve, your New Year's Day, and we'll be back next week for our first episode of the year with Father Anthony Sharapa. Peace y'all.